0: Right, we're going to get back into the summer series. How have you found the summer series so far? Uh, You can say what you want, by the way, because everybody else who spoke on it, I think, isn't here. Oh, Matt's here. I mean, Matt. obviously, Matt's was the best so far, wasn't it? But the others, um, uh, I don't think we'll be resurrecting the song. Do you remember the song that Jeeves started at the beginning? No, I said we weren't resurrecting the song. Um, Okay, well, we're just going to finish it off today, and we're going to do a bit of a recap. But kids, if you're here, I need you to come to the front to participate. So children, parents, uh, boot your kids out of their seats. Tell them to come forward. Come and just sit here in front of me, and then we will start. Come on. The children come flooding forward. Keep coming. Any children left? Right now, what we need to do—we don't like division in the church, but we do today. We're going to divide you up, so we need to break you into two teams. So there are—we're going to just split it here. So do you think you five could go that way? And then, it's like actually, you can go as well. You go that way. So we're going to break into two teams, and as we do a little recap. And I need my uh, wonderful assistants to take their places at the boards. And now, as we recap this morning, the first bit is going to be a little bit like, anyone remember catchphrase? I think it's still on TV, isn't it? I don't don't know. Right, catchphrase, right. And the point is, we're going to show you an image, and it's kind of say what you see, okay, to help you (laughs) recap the series. Do you understand? If you don't, we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, Pay attention to what comes up on the screen, say what you see, and how does that then link to the story of Joseph? So, and if you get, what you need to do is put your hand up, no shouting out, children, okay, we need order this morning. You put your hand up, and whoever puts your hand up first, if you get the question right, you get a question filled in, and whoever fills their fish in first, wins, and There may or may not be a prize at the end, but who knows? But the the point is, you want to win, don't you? Right, so the first image, okay, are you ready? I might need some help maybe from Paul at the front uh, to see who puts their hand up first. So you've got to say what you see. How does this connect to the story of Jonah? Are you ready? Uh, You can help as well, by the way, adults. You can participate. What is the image that you see? I mean, it's slightly tenuous, most of the images, I've got to be honest. But you've got to use your imagination. Anyone want to put their hand? Nancy. He's a profit roll. He's a profit. <laughs> you see what I've done there? Now, do you get the idea? Maybe you could be a bit quicker on the second question. Prophet. roll. That's, that's Jonah rolling down a hill. Profit roll, Profita roll. That's the correct pronunciation, by the way. So did you get it? So who got that? Nancy's team. So Eden, you can get to fill in the first. Um, oh, filling in from the bottom first. Interesting. Right. Next one. Remember, put your hand up when you think you know. And now this is very tenuous because it rhymes with it. Loosely. <laughs> oh, are you you're participating for this side? and any ideas no uh Sarah what do you think it is Nineveh kind of rhymes with vinegar Nineveh they get that so you get another one team you're gonna team and this side you need to pick your game up a bit and use your imagination okay so that's two points to them vinegar sort of sounds like Nineveh right are you ready for the next one how does this connect to the story of Jonah there's two words it's broken up I'm going to give this side a, a, a Jackie, tar shish, yes, Elijah, they get one point, tar tar, and shish kebab, just in case you hadn't got that, okay, tar shish, tar, shish kebab, tar shish, alright, that's the best one, it doesn't get any better than that by the way, for the next few, tar shish, next one, right, are you ready children, for the next image, what happens? Who does anyone know who the person is? Yes, Stor- it's Stormzy. So Jonah was in the boat going to the wrong place, Tarshish, by the way, and then a Stormzy, a storm, <laughs> happened <laughs> on the boat. <clears throat> We're following the flow of the story, just in case you hadn't picked that up yet this morning, okay? Prophet, Nineveh, Tarshish, and then a big stormsy happened, and then what happened? Oh, yes, a big fish, yes, or a whale. That's the whale's flag, by the way. It doesn't say whale in, in the story, but we're going to say whale big fish so that's a point to that side what is it three have you filled in more than you should have done no that's three, two. Three, two. right next one what does this yes go on you put your hand up he did he was in the fish for three days it's three. three oh well done this is a difficult image that one right do you know what i can't even remember what's next um Nancy, you, it would probably be cheating if I kept coming to you, because you know the answers. <laughs> so how is this connected to the story? So he's been in the fish, he's been spat out by the fish, then he goes to Vinegar, I mean Nineveh, and what happens? There was the Stormzy. Then what happens to the city of Vinegar, I mean Nineveh? Anyone? Jackie, you're putting your hand up. They turned, yes. See, they turned. That's what the sign is. They turned. Oh, you came from behind there. You did really, really well. Right, so, Stormzy happened. Big fish happened. Spat out, went to Nineveh. Nineveh turned and repented. Now, do you think Jonah's going to be happy about this? Well, I mean, you know the story. But do you think Jonah's going to be happy about this? Because he's been and told... If you don't change your ways, no, he's not happy, is he? Let's find out what happens in the next chapter. And we're gonna, I'm going to have some more help from my wonderful assistants uh, as we read the first part. Right. Are you ready? Yes, the words are around here, so you'll need to be there. Right, let's read the next part of uh, the story of Jonah. The change of plans greatly upset Jonah, and he became very angry, so he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? That is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you were a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are are eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. The Lord replied... Is it right for you to be angry like about this? <laughs> Hang on, let's try that again. The Lord replied, Is it right for you to be <laughs> angry about this? That's an interesting one, isn't it? The, the voice and accent may change as we go through the morning. Now, so God sees the people of Nineveh ter- turn from their evil ways. You, you just turn it off at the bottom for now. And you can mute yours, Eden, with a button. Very good. He, God sees the people of Nineveh. Just try not to associate vinegar with it all the time now. Uh, sees them turn from their evil ways. But uh, Jonah's not happy about it because God is showing mercy to people. People turning from their evil ways. He didn't destroy the city. He showed mercy. And mercy, in case we don't know, mercy is a bit like, uh, it relates to forgiveness, or withholding punishment. For example, God showed mercy on us when he sacrificed his son Jesus Christ on the cross to pay for our sin. So Jonah is very angry about this. Just to sort of help us understand this, we're just going to do a little kind of object lesson, and I need two volunteers. One needs to be an angry or severe parent, and that can be an adult if you want to be an angry and severe parent, and a child who has no allergies, would be useful. So I need a volunteer. Any volunteer? For one to be the... Kian, do you want to be the the child? Yeah? Excellent. And who wants to be the severe parent? Maybe someone else from the crowd. Mark, do you want to be the severe parent? Come on then. I know Mark, and I don't think he's a severe parent, by the way. Now, the role is you are... The role is silence in this, and I will narrate, okay? Are you all right, Kian? Are you ready? Now, what happens is... Um, the parent has this chocolate bar and the child wants the chocolate bar. But the parent says to the child, you cannot have the chocolate bar because it is a gift for somebody else. Okay? Now, the parent puts the chocolate bar down and he goes off and does some jobs and maybe has a little stroll around as he goes to see his neighbor. And the, but the child cannot resist the chocolate bar and can eat mum is this all right can eat the chocolate bar do you want to eat the chocolate bar do you know what there wasn't a lot of convincing needed there was there now go for have a little stroll around the hall parent severe parent yes quick parents going to come back oh yes that's good all right don't stuff it all in at once we don't want to make you sick is it good yeah should have chosen like a Freddo or something. It might have been a bit smaller. Yes. It was a small whisper. Now the parent comes back and is angry and upset with the child. Excellent. I'm so glad I chose you, Mark. <clears throat> and the parent isn't happy. Now, should this child receive some form of punishment for disobeying the parent? What do you think? Yes. Any suggestions on what the punishment should be? Sorry? Capital punishment. Right, Elijah, (laughs) write that down. Capital punishment and put JB next to it, for John Barnard suggested that. Any other suggestions for punishment? The The naughty step. The naughty step. Any other suggestions? What about from the children? What's a good punishment if there is such a thing that your parents give to you? No pudding. Ooh, that's quite severe. No sweet treats. Any other suggestions for punishment? No mobile and no screens. Oh, now, do you think it was worth it? <laughs> Excellent. <clears throat> but what about if you get some form of punishment for it? What do you think? Shall I take the wrapper? So, what do you think? Do you think the pe- now, kids? Do you think there should be some form of punishment for disobeying your parent? Anybody? Anyone think that? No, says Crystal, (laughs) the daughter of said severe parents. Uh, What do we think would be a fair one? Go to your room. That's a a fairly decent one. But actually, I'm going to encourage this severe parent to not punish him for eating the chocolate bar, okay? So you get off, almost. That's what it feels like. And mercy is when... You've been let off a punishment that you don't deserve. Do you understand? All right, thank you, severe parent, and well done, Kean, for uh, showing, for getting off and just eating chocolate. But, but to go beyond that, so you haven't received something you deserve, but grace is also receiving something that you don't. So it's, something's being withheld that you do deserve, and grace is receiving something that you don't deserve. So, Kian, you get another one for free. Why don't you save that for later? Save it for later. If he does save it for later, that will be a miracle. So just like the Ninevites, Kian has received mercy. But what does Jonah say in response? I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry, filled with unfailing love, eager to turn back from destroying people. So... Wonderful readers, we're going to go back to the next part. Let's see what happens after this. And I'm sure with eager anticipation, we're all waiting to see what God's accent will be like. Then Jonah, excuse me, then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under as he waited to see what would happen to the city. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow there. And soon it spread its broad leaves over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort. And Jonah was very grateful for the plant. Be very grateful, Jonah. But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at dawn, the worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it withered away. And the sun grew hot. God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. Hang on. The sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes. Jonah retorted. Even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You feel sorry about the plant, though though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh... Nineveh Nineveh. that's easy for you to say (laughs) Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness not to mention all the animals shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city great you can mute your mics again so we're starting to see that Jonah isn't understanding God's grace he's quickly forgotten about the grace and mercy he received in the big fish And he got angry when God saved all of Nineveh. What he thought was maybe, possibly because of of his nationality or where he was from, that he deserved to be saved. And because of the wickedness of the Ninevites, they deserved to be wiped out. He maybe thought it was like being good and deserving God's grace and favor and mercy. And if you're bad, you deserve punishment. Now, do you think, children, God only wants good people? You do. Anyone else? What do you think? Do you think God only wants good people? Who thinks if you're good God will accept you? Good, that's the right answer. Well, it reminds me actually of a story of two brothers. One was wasteful and badly behaved and the other worked very hard and expected reward. Who knows the story that we're talking about? Uh, apart from children that have, you know, grown up under pastors, <clears throat> anybody else? No the story yes yeah what story the two brothers no not quite anyone else know anyone from the audience know the story the story of the prodigal son that's right a parable that jesus told there we go. So what we see at the end there with the older brother is an attitude like Jonah's. He thought that because he'd worked hard or been good, to the brother, he was deserving of getting stuff from his father. But the two brothers are exactly the same. They're both uh, after the, the father's things and his status, but they're just trying to get them in different ways. One has been tried to do it, has tried to do it by being very bad and the other by being very good. The older brother doesn't want to go into the feast because he says to the father, I've always obeyed you. It's his goodness actually that stops him from going in and receiving the grace. So the Bible word here might be his righteousness. And like Jonah, who is cross that God would show mercy on these horrible people who are opponents or enemies of the Jewish people, he is cross at the grace that has been shown. Do you remember Came receiving that what he didn't deserve because maybe he was concerned about his reputation as well because he said God would destroy the city and he didn't but just like the father in the prodigal son story God is compassionate with Jonah and he teaches him about his undeserving grace God is showing mercy remember that's withholding punishment and giving grace God is giving the gift that we do not deserve Mercy, withholding, deserving punishment. Grace, giving us what we don't deserve. As we look back through this story of uh, Jonah, it reminds us who he is. God spared the sailors when they pleaded for mercy. He saved Jonah when he prayed from inside the fish. God saved the people of Nineveh when they responded to Jonah's preaching. God answers the prayers of those people who call upon him. God will always work his will, and his desire is that all come to him, who trust in him and will be saved. We can be saved by putting our trust in the greater Jonah, Jesus, who stayed in a darkened tomb, a bit like the fish, for three days, but then rose again, defeating death for our sake. We like to think God wants good people, but actually Jesus shows us that God wants new people. We like to think that the good are saved and the bad are lost, but Jesus shows us that the both are exactly the same, look different on the surface, but underneath are exactly the same. We think if we turn from our sin and our bad stuff, it's enough, but God shows us we even have to repent and turn from the reasons we do good things. We're not doing things to get things, but to please God and be with him. And through that greater Jonah, Jesus, we can know God and have eternal life. We can realize that it's not about rules and trying to be good. Do you understand that, kids? It's not about following rules and trying to be good. It's about being in a relationship with the person who created you. And you can do that just by praying to him. It's about you praying to Jesus and him hearing you. It's not about pleasing mum and dad, but knowing that God knows who you are and he can help you be who he's created you to be. It's that simple. It's not about rules. It's about the relationship and speaking to him. Okay? Why don't we pray? Kids, do you want to stand? Let's stand and pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you That it's not about what we do but it's about who we put our trust in Jesus the greater Jonah who stayed in the tomb for three days and then rose again defeating sin and death and Jesus I pray that it will become a reality in all of these children's lives in our lives Lord God and help us now go forth and live the life that you're calling us to live and to go and tell others about you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There endeth the summer series. Uh, I think there will be tea and coffee um, at the end. Um, And next week, we will be back to uh, normal. There'll be kids' work. You may be relieved to hear. Um, And there will be the Testimony Sunday. So come and speak to me if you want to share next week. Have a great week.